Oh, Father, we praise you. And we open this convention this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And we dedicate this convention center from now through Saturday night. This is a cathedral of faith. This is a cathedral of miracles and, and, and outstanding showings of the Spirit of God in the place. And we will see more of the gifts of the Spirit. We will see more manifestations of the Holy Spirit. We will see more suddenlies in this place beginning today and all the way through Saturday night. Glory to God. It will be that way and none other. And we thank you this morning. We thank you this morning. Praise God. In order to be obedient to your written word, we pray first of all for all men, kings, and all who are in authority. We pray prayers of thanksgiving and intercession and supplication. And we thank you and praise you and thank you and praise you and worship you <clears throat> that this is good in the sight of God our Savior who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth that there is one God and one mediator between God and men the man Christ Jesus who gave himself as a ransom for all to be testified of and do and we are testifying to that today. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I believe and I receive the anointing this morning to stand in the office in which I'm called and to teach, preach, and heal like Jesus. And we give you all the praise and the honor and we ascribe all of the glory for every word that's said, every deed that's done, and every word and good thing that happens in this place to that matchless name of Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. In Jesus' name we pray and believe we receive it. You agree with that? Say amen. amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Come on, give the Lord another praise. That's good. That is good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In this time that's allotted to me this week, we're going to be talking about healing. We're going to be talking about in that healing and in combination with that, we're going to answer an age-old question. Why do bad things happen to good people? It is so simple, you have to have help to misunderstand it. <laughs> good people make bad choices. It's amazing the ripple effect of a bad choice. Good and bad. It just ripples 
and just keeps on going and going and going and going. And I, uh, <laughs> this, this is a little simple thing. I'll just share this with you. Um, hang on a minute. I'm going to come down there where I can talk to you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's better. Hi, Nancy. Good to see you. Just, just as a, for an idea, while you're doing that, open your iPad or your Bible to, <laughs> to Mark chapter 6. And... Um, <laughs> Mark, years ago, you know, there's a difference between getting healed and being well. Well, people just don't get sick. That's the goal, not get sick and get healed. Amen. So I just made a very quality decision. That's a decision that from that moment on, there's no argument. Uh, it, it's over. You don't even pray about it anymore. It, it's settled that I'm not going to put anything in this body that's not organic if I can get my hands on it. I will use organic products. <laughs> so, not long after that, the first organic hairspray came out. And they manufactured it just just right there north I'm in Denton, Texas, just, you know, 30 miles from my house. So somebody could just go up there and get it. <laughs> you know? I thought, this is very nice. And it was, its main ingredient was alloy. Main ingredient in this squirt. And so, now my, now, my hair was always straight as a flat as a board. And it, and it just kept waving up, waving up, kind of got a place where it irritated me. And I, what in the world is causing my hair to do this? And um, it didn't bother me a whole lot that the gray was disappearing. Because I've been talking to it too. My hair is my testimony. Particularly when I get to be 120 and it's the same color. That, that's, that, that was the purpose in that. Personally, I don't care. Because all that care is gone. About a week ago, I'm standing there looking in the mirror and, you know, getting ready to what I, do what I was going to do. And, um, the woman that has fixed Gloria's hair and prepared Gloria's hair for 30 years. Used to have a salon in Houston. And she retired and just went to work for us all the time. Well, she cuts my hair and so forth. Nancy, I went in there and I said, Bebe, will that alloy stuff make your hair wavy? She said, of course. <laughs> that little choice. And the ripple effect of it. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Okay, did you find Mark 6? 
Verse 3, is not this the carpenter, son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph, and Judah, and Simon? Are they not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet's not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, in his own house. And he could there do no mighty work, save he laid his hands on a few sick folks and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Now, Monday morning, right now, not right now, right now, (laughs) right now, we're going to get rid of any unbelief for this week and open the way for mighty works. Say it, I'm a believer. I am not a doubter. I believe for mighty works. Come on, mighty worker. You're welcome in my house. You're welcome in this place. It will be that way. And none other. For we are in holy agreement. Satan, we bind you. We bind every principality. We bind every power. We bind every ruler of the darkness of this world. And every wicked spirit in the heavenlies. Shut up. Get out. And don't come back. Now, take care of business. (laughs) Thank you. Healing belongs to us. Well, Brother Copeland, I, 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 don't, I don't understand that. Well, there's all this religious talk and ideas about is it his will? And so, if you're still dealing with that, listen to me. Why would it not be his will to heal you? Why would it not? Be his will to heal you. See, spiritually, I was born free. No religious background. My folks, and when, when I was a young boy, uh, they didn't talk about healing. I mean, they're Southern Baptists. Nobody ever mentioned it. You know, nobody said anything about it. And I didn't pay attention to them anyway. <laughs> T.L. Osborne said to me one time, he said, Copeland, thank God you were born free. I said, uh, what do you mean? He said, you didn't have any religion to unlearn. Yeah. First, first thing I ever heard was a word of faith. Yeah. I mean, the, the first powerful message of healing that I've really ever heard Oral Roberts preached it. And I was working for him. Just hung on every word he said. And then just a few days later, my mother 
gave him a first tape of Kenneth E. Hagen. Kenneth Irvin Hagen. Glory to God. <laughs> Whoa. I carried, I carried my New Testament in my shirt pocket all the time. And I had purpose for doing that because that's where I carried my cigarettes. And that was the hardest thing to get rid of. Uh, after I got born again, I'll tell you, I hated them and didn't know how to get delivered from them. You know, just cry and throw them out the window and go back and get them. <laughs> that may be the answer to the dumbest thing you ever did in your life. I didn't know I was ignorant. And then there was a meeting in Houston, Texas, in Hilton Sutton's church. And thank Hilton's in heaven now. I miss him. And um, I went down there. I quit my job. I didn't have money enough to go home. I was I was working for my dad. I didn't have my money enough to go home and go back down there. So I, I called my dad and quit my job and called Gloria and told her I wasn't coming home for a while. And just went on to Houston. And um, drove in there. And I thought, boy, I don't need to be around these guys with these cigarettes in my pocket. And I just took them out and stuck them up over the sun budget. And uh, went on. <laughs> this meeting went for weeks. And uh, in fact, it went for six weeks. Well, at the end of the second week, a man came up to me and said, handed me some money and said, Copeland, go home and get your wife. She's supposed to be here. Well, it had been a couple of weeks, see. I said, thank you very much. I'm on my way. So I went out there and got in the car. And, and well, look at you. There were those cigarettes up over that sun visor, and I'd forgotten all about them. See, the word separated me from it. I didn't quit. I didn't quit them. I'd already tried that. I got separated because it was unnecessary in my life. A decision, a choice. Now, I was a newspaper guy. I mean, I read everything in there, took the, you know, they were not comics. It was the funny paper. Took that out and read that first, most important thing first, you know, <laughs> then read the whole thing. So went to Oral Roberts University and I thought, boy, this is low life stuff. Tell you what I'm, I told Gloria, I said, tell you what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to fast my newspaper for seven days. Now, we went to ORU 53 years ago. I've never read one since. I do not have time for that. I have time for this. Amen. I haven't read one since. Don't want to read one. Amen. That's news after it happens. This is news before it happens. When it happens and future news. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Healing belongs to us. Healing belongs 
to the United States. Let's go to Second Chronicles, please. And wherever you're from, whatever nation you represent, healing is for your nation. Second Chronicles 7.12. This, this, the, the, you can go to 14, but, the, but that's, not the, that's not the key verse. Here's the key verse. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard your prayer. Huh? Now, where does that put, where does that put first Timothy chapter two? I have heard your prayer. I have heard your prayer. First of all, pray for all men, kings, presidents, prime ministers. First. First. Before you do anything else. First. I pray for the president. Every day. Why is it this nation seems to do so many stupid things and just crazy things and, and blah, 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 blah. Well, you really having a hard time answering More gospel is being preached out of here than any other place on the face of the earth. And this is the only nation in the, in the history of the planet. That was created for and by people that love God so, so they could freely worship Him. That's right. Absolutely true. It's the first, it is the first nation of its kind when the president, when, when George Washington was inaugurated by president, back then the capital was in New York. They walked from their meeting place and the first act of Congress they walked down to a little chapel that survived 9-11 untouched and dedicated the nation to the almighty God and his son Jesus. And Mr. Washington was heard saying, and you'll be our God and we'll be your people. No other in history was ever designed like that. You think the devil's going to just sit back? You want me to sing? Okay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Healing belongs to the USA. I have heard thy prayer, and I like to use it as the understood subject of the sentence. And I have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if you have COVID-19, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people, 
Not the whole nation. My people. Say, that's me. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I, or then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Now my eyes shall be open and my ears attend to their prayer that is made from this place. Now you think, you think the Spirit of God had 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 1 put in there just to hold the page up? No, he put in there, that's his end. Hey, do you believe that the Apostle Paul knew this scripture? Of course he did. Double of course he did. Amen. Because he wrote to Timothy, pastor of the church, and said the same thing to him. It's based on that scripture. I mean, that's what he said. That's what God said. And so the Spirit of God through the Apostle Paul said the same thing to Timothy, who's a preacher. And what he's saying, he's saying, now look, son, this is what you do with your congregation. First of all, this is the way you lead them. First of all, you pray. First of all, you pray for the king. I don't care whether he's Republican or Democrat, you pray for him. First of all, you pray for him. Then you pray for all men. All men. Then he said it again to the church in Ephesus. Pray, intercede for all saints in the spirit continually. What a praying going on here, right? Absolutely. The failure of the church the success of the church is either a prayer failure or a prayer success. And wherever you're from, whatever nation you represent, healing is for your nation. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember... Jesus is Lord.